Hello, welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host once again, Jared Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about the arguably two most important um, prerequisites, so to speak, of dieting. Okay, these two things, by far, amongst all the diets and workout systems, I don't care if it's a home workout, uh, gym workout, if it's keto, paleo, fasting, the most scientific, f- scientifically formulated um, diet or program or pill or powder, I don't care what it is. These two prerequisites, these two things are the most important um, in, in its entirety um, when it comes to this game of fat loss and getting stronger and fitness and all this stuff. Two things, okay? And a lot of you guys that's listening will hear them and you'll roll your eyes and be like, oh, okay, I get it. But no, really, Jared, what's the most important thing? I'm telling you right now. I'm going to get into why they're important. The two, absolute two most important things are adherence and happiness. Okay, now I know you might be like, oh, you mean it's like not ketosis or it's not like, you know, car- calorie counting. It's not, you know, like all this other stuff. It's It's not... You know, X, Y, Z, because here's the, th- oops, I didn't mean to kick my trash can. Here's the thing you have to understand, like plain and simple. If whatever you're doing, let's say the goal is to lose fat. If what you're doing is not adherable, like you could not maintain it for 20 years, you will fail and go right back to where you started. Like everyone wants to hop on like keto for an example. Um, a lot of people who love carbs and can't maintain keto hop on keto and they see progress like good for you. But then after three, four months, if they make it that long, they decide to like stop doing keto. They go right back to where they started because it wasn't adherable. You know what I mean? Or um, how many people, maybe you, um, or how many people do you know who are dieting and are miserable, who are working out and are miserable and are trying to get from where they're at to where they want to be and are miserable and unhappy and like damn near suffering. Okay. And how well does that work out? They eventually stop and go right back to where they started. Because I don't care how amazingly scientific your plan is, how optimal that work is thrown around a lot. It is how anything. I don't care about any of that. I care about the only two things are adherence and happiness. Because if those two prerequisites are not met, if the program you're on is not adherable, like for 20 years, literally for like the next 20 years, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Or if what you're doing doesn't make you happy then and like you can't be happy and you're suffering all the time don't do it like that's the thing is you have to quit putting those things to the wayside just to like burn fat you know what i mean it's 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 super important this is what i i hammer home hammer 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 home to all my tribe members and my online coaching clients because if what you're doing cannot be maintained or makes you happy you will fail like, think about it. What's the point if in three months you go back to where you want to be? Literally, what's the point? It, you know, it's 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 dumb. Like, you'll see people all over the spectrum do this. They'll get on a product, like, like they'll hop on a program, like a Beachbody program where you're taking their shake and all that stuff. And it's awesome for, like, you know, things are going okay for, you know, 8, 12 weeks. And then all of a sudden it can't be maintained. And they, like, go back to where they started. Or somebody hop on keto or paleo or fasting and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Then all of a sudden they can't maintain it and they go, they go back to trash and like it all goes to shit and they go back to where they started. You see what I mean? That is the issue. You have to be able to number one, adhere and number two, be happy. 
because even like from a like a sciencey side of things if those like let's talk about happiness if you're not happy and you're stressed that's gonna fuck up your gut that's gonna mess with your sleep it's gonna affect your sex drive that's gonna affect everything if what I mean, that's the thing it's not even just like rah rah like frou-frou stuff about oh adherence and happiness it's all that matters no like physiologically if you're stressed and anxiety filled it will fuck everything up it's gonna your sleep's gonna be trash your gut's gonna be trash you're gonna be stressed out to all all ends and we all know that stress is not good for fat loss okay but then the adherence side what good does it do if like Christmas is getting get, is coming around the corner and Thanksgiving is coming around the corner. And if you're on keto and then all of a sudden you're like sitting at grandma's table and like passing all the food past you because you can't have any, otherwise you'll break you out of ketosis, which most people don't even know what that means. What's the point? If you're just going to go back to where you started, that's why when you do any sort of program, whether my program, whether uh, another coach's program, whether something you made up on your own or found online or bodybuilding.com or whatever, Ask yourself those two questions. Is this adherable? Could I maintain this for 20 years? Or does it make me happy? Am I miserable on it? Am I stressed on it? Does it make me more anxious than not? Shoot, all of you guys know I preach calorie deficit all the time, right? Now, there's ways to get in calorie deficits without counting, but like I'll have like um, I'll have like uh, coaching clients or tribe members that will will um, they have they want to lose fat. So yes, I have to get them in a calorie deficit, but if calorie counting sends them more into an anxiety filled binge eating tornado, then calorie counting isn't a good idea. So from the coaching side, I've got to figure out how to coach that person to get in a calorie deficit without counting. You know, it's like learning to save money without budgeting. Can't, it can be done. It can be difficult sometimes, but it can be done, you know? Um, but that's the thing is it's all about each person, what they're able to do, what they're capable of. Like, I don't get into coaching to, you know, put someone on a rigid plan, get them shredded in three months and then them get fat in the fourth month. I don't, I don't do that. You know, I may take someone, I may, it'll take longer when I work with people. It usually takes, you know, it'll take a little bit while longer to get progress because I'm finding the optimal ways to do it. This shit's not fast. Okay. I find ways that can be adherable and make that person happy right now. I've got, I don't know if she might be listening. One of my newer girls, um, she's one of my private online coaching clients. Her name's Taylor. She's amazing. Right now, she's she started in my online coaching program, like the one I was pushing real hard, my final phase fat loss challenge. She's been killing it. Like she's in like pretty relatively quickly, she's down like an inch and a half off her stomach, which is awesome. And and what she's doing, she's still I'm making sure she eats candy every single day, all honesty, because Taylor, story-wise with her, she loves candy. And normally candy was something she'd struggle with for a while. She would um, eat like half a bag or a full bag of candy, restrict herself all week, then have a bag of candy and just because she couldn't take it anymore. Versus I, we actually, I hopped on a coaching call with her and we hammered out like some of these issues. And I was like, no, I want you to have like two or three pieces of candy every single day, but make it work in your calories. But then she was concerned. She's like, well, isn't it like bad if I have two pieces every day? And I'm like, no. You're taking in like 2,000 calories a day. What's 200 calories of candy, especially if it makes you happy? See what I'm saying? That's where that happiness and adherence, where that, all that comes in. The the, the depriving, the, the restrict, super restriction then that leads to deprivation and binge eating. That's not sustainable. That's not healthy by any means. But me telling her to have a couple pieces of candy every day where she's happy 
she can maintain it where she doesn't have to restrict herself. Like that's the picture perfect example of, of this. And now she's down like an inch and a half off her stomach in a relatively short period of time. And she um, is loving every second of it. She is happy. She was even telling me, I need to get her on the podcast and let's talk about it. She would, she normally, before she got working with me, um, she would train like six days a week, super long workouts where she felt like she had to. I have her train in three or four days a week. I can't remember off the top of my head without looking at her program, but I have her only training. I want to say three days a week, all at home. Literally, she didn't want to go to a gym. So I said, okay, no worries. We'll make this work at home. Because right now the gym or working out at home yeah, is adherable. She can maintain that versus right now going to a gym for her is not adherable. It's not, she couldn't maintain that right now. If I told her to cut out candy, that wouldn't be adherable. I told her to have candy every day, but she loves counting. So her calorie counting her calories is perfect. And, and what she's, and so doing that, she's now literally eating more training less, but because of how it is and how it's number one, adherable. And number two, makes her happy where she can not suffer. She's down an inch and a half off her stomach in like under a month. It's fantastic. And she's killing it. See what I mean, guys? That is what you want to do. Forget this stuff where you like have to deprive yourself and you have to um, restrict and you have to work crazy hard. That's not it. Will there be some sacrifice? Of course. Will there be some working out and hard work? Of course. But there's a difference between doing it intelligently and just beating your head against a wall. The, the concept of, of, oh, the harder I work, the more I suffer, the better my outcome. False. Fuck no. Like, I compare it to the fly on the wall. Bob Proctor talks about the hardest worker in the room is the fly in, in, in not on the wall, in the, uh, the fly in the window. He's bouncing his head off the glass trying to get through, like, oh, I'm the hardest worker. Bah, 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 bah. And he ends up dead on the windowsill versus if that little fucker would just turn around and see the doors open, he could fly out with next to no energy. Some of you guys that are struggling are being the fly. You're just focused on working harder, working longer, working, getting more sore, depriving yourself more, calories restricting more, training two hours a day, six days a week, seven days a week. Did it like stop? Your stress is through the roof. Your anxiety is through the roof. You're working out of fear versus working out of faith. See the difference? Big fucking difference. So those two, before you move forward with anything in this world of fat loss and fitness and stuff, think about those two. Is this adherable? And is and is this making me happy? Can I be happy while while doing this? Okay. Shoot me a message. Let me know. Literally, I, I, I want to know. I want you to shoot me a message. Go on to my Instagram, at real Jared Hamilton. Shoot me a DM and tell me if what you've been doing maintains those or shoot me an email. Email works to jared at hamiltontrained.com because um, I want to know. I would love to know. So otherwise, thank you so much for listening in. It means a shit ton to me. I always I always appreciate you guys that get on here um, and give me your time because podcasts usually are longer and not everyone likes them. But th- you're listening to this. I appreciate you. Thank you. I love you. Talk to you later.